Flicks Forecast is back with a new episode. We're going to dive right in like John Cena from a burning building. Welcome back to the Flicks Forecast. I'm Lee. And I'm James. Feels like it's been a long time since we've done a Flicks Forecast. Been a long time, been a long time. It has mm. actually. It's I don't know how long it's been, but it's been a long time. I was away for a bit, so that kind of slowed the whole yeah, you were in output down. In the chokey. Or drink driving, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that is definitely not true. Lee's a nice chap. Yeah. I don't even have nice a driver's license. not the right way to put it. That's a weird way to put it. I don't even have a driver's license here where, where we live, which made which made my penalty even worse. <laughs> like, not only were you blind drunk, you don't even have a license. And it wasn't even a car. <laughs> the Marine. Yes. <laughs> um, it's not a good film, but it's a really enjoyable film. I, Just totally despite itself, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed watching it too. You were right. One of the predictions we had in the previous episode was that this is going to be somewhat enjoyable mm. and it was way more fun than I thought a few minutes into watching it I sent you a text message just saying it just fucking starts doesn't it yeah and that's the best thing like it, you put on the marine within 30 seconds you're like okay stuff's happening and it never stops and you're like an hour and 30 minutes is it an hour and 30 minutes later you're just like that was fun that was good fun that's no joke that's no uh, exaggeration it really does begin everything the entire character john triton as he called i like it played by john cena yeah <laughs> we'll just stick with the john john yeah. gets confused if he's not called john yeah his character his motivation his backstory everything is set up in the first 30 seconds yeah you're like wow this is the hottest intro into a film yeah. i have ever seen well we may as well just start go right in, just like the movie in itself let's just go right into it diving in just like John, John Cena, Cena dives. Burning building. There are so many scenes of John Cena jumping and diving in this. And, I mean, we'll go into this, but John Cena, he's obviously flame retardant. Yeah. Because he's, he's always in explosions. Not only is he in explosions, but he is literally in the explosion. Yeah. There's several scenes where he's engulfed in flames. He's like, <laughs> wow, this, this guy is amazing. Not only does he have the arms and legs of giant hams. Yeah. But he's completely flame retardant. Imagine if you were cooked though, but he'd smell pretty tasty. Yeah, yeah. Not, not the burnt clothing Barbe or burnt hair. Barbecued pork. But yeah. if you just seared one of his arms, mm. pretty tasty, I bet. That'd feed a starving family for a week. Yeah, yeah. I'd say, you know, you teach a man to fish, feed himself for a lifetime, give a man John Cena's arm, and his family will eat well for a day. Is that <laughs> the old saying? It is now. Yeah. So, straight away, you know, John Cena, uh, John Triton. <clears throat> So anyway, you know that Triton means business because he's uh, there's stock stock uh, men of Middle Eastern descent about to behead some American soldiers. He just arrives. He's told not to engage. Like, don't engage. I, I can't remember what his phrase is, but basically just ignores the order, obviously. Yeah. Goes in, shoots everyone. Well, shoots everyone that needs to be shot. <laughs> to be, to yeah, be he doesn't fair. shoot everybody. Yeah. He doesn't shoot the hostages. Yeah, the hostages are fine. But uh, then he's got the hostages. How do they get out? Because there's, you know, there are stereotypes everywhere trying to kill them. <laughs> and the one of the hostages, I guess, is a marine or at least a soldier. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, turns around to him. How do we get around them? Or try and just says, we don't. We go through them. Yeah. And that's it. You're just like fifth gear straight away. <laughs> I'm on board. 
Do you want to know my notes here for this entire scene was? <laughs> yeah. The Marine. Frank Drebin bursts in to save the prisoners. Because <laughs> <laughs> it so reminded me yeah. of, I think it was at Naked Garden 2. Two and a half. Yeah, two yeah. and a half. Where, yeah, the, the Middle Eastern terrorists are, yeah. you know, saying, they're all around a table saying, ah, and then we'll, we will kill the capitalist Americans. Yeah. And they'll scream and shout. And then Frank Drebin turns up and yeah. shoots them all. <laughs> it is very much like that, actually. It really yeah. is like that, yeah. <laughs> Frank Drebin, I mean, John Triton. Yes. Comes in to save the day, yeah. Yeah, it's it's cheese-tastic, isn't it? Oh, but the thing is, right, it's so cheesy, but it's a rich, mature red cheddar that's very tasty. It's just like, it's layers and layers of cheese, but good cheese. And the good thing is there's no wine with that cheese. Yeah. No one's really like, stroppy everyone- or... Is it the best thing is as well, like, they're not even... It doesn't take itself too seriously, which is good, because oh, no. it fucking no, couldn't. No. But also, it's not it's not poking fun. It's like, oh, we're a very, like, ironic action movie. It's just, no. it's just, a, it's just an action movie. It's just like, you knew what you were getting. Here it is. If you don't like it, fuck off. <laughs> no, but it's, that's totally it. You're yeah. like, and you know what? I'm on board. Yeah. Yeah, same. You could not describe this film as anything other but action because that's yeah. all this film has it has nothing it's else. a comedy uh there are a few attempts at yeah, comedy yeah. awkward comedy we'll, we'll get to that yeah. yeah so then you go back to the u.s but of course he's gonna get I don't know oh you... no it's germany isn't it they're at some oh, yeah, marine right. base in southern germany yeah 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 that's just richtig they don't call it fired what, discharged discharged yeah discharge is also used for Oh, this is one of my favorite scenes from right. the movie, right? Because you can... John Cena's Discharge is one of your oh, favorite scenes. no. But there's that... Uh, hey, establish- this is a brilliant scene. Sorry, because the establishing shot, as you noticed, and you <laughs> texted me, and I didn't, I hadn't seen the scene I tweeted yet, it. But as I soon as I saw it. the scene, you were just like, all oh, right, yeah, I know what Lee was talking about. <laughs> the scene is, we can see John Cena and his commanding officer, I guess, yeah, his Commanding officer pulls him up and says, stand at ease, John. I've got something to tell you. And we see an establishing shot of the two of them standing, uh, which is totally not a green screen, (laughs) of uh, a military base. And we just get that for a few seconds shot of John Cena or John Triton saluting his commanding officer as he's telling him to, uh, you know, at ease, soldier. And we see full body shot of John Cena in his Tiny little adorable little booties. It's so strange, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I guess, <laughs> what is it? You're saying he's sort of like six foot, which is, you know, it's tall, right? But I think yeah. in terms of wrestlers, it's not necessarily very big. But his torso is very large, right? His torso is massive, yeah. yeah. So is that what's making his legs and feet seem so small in proportion? Because, like, I guess his legs, must he must work out his legs, right? He's a wrestler. He must, yeah. yeah. But... And I guess his feet must be like a regular size, but just because he's bigger than maybe his frame would be mm. without roids. Yeah. <gasps> Excuse me. John Cena's all natural, baby. <laughs> but then it's just made his feet it's hustle, look- loyalty, and respect, or whatever he calls it. <laughs> but you're like, it's just made his feet, yeah, look like these dainty little booties. And you're like, oh, so that's funny. really weird. And especially because he's wearing his sort of shiny little buckle shoes. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, it's like, so the top half is like full on wrestler and the bottom half's Hansel and Gretel. It's really weird. Yeah. If you want to know what I'm talking about, you can see it on our Instagram or our Twitter page. I, I tweeted it immediately. <laughs> so this is so funny. It's my enduring memory of this movie. Yeah. And it's, it's not just the fact that his feet are so little and dainty as well. It's the fact that these boots here where he's wearing, they're stacked heels. 
Yeah. Aren't they? They're, they're yeah. full on stacked heels he's wearing. He's like, <laughs> it just looks very strange here. Yeah. But anyway, the, um, he gets discharged from the Marines because he disobeyed an order, didn't he? The thing is, his commanding officer, uh, I can't remember exactly what he says, but he basically says to him, you know, there are, I guess, other things you can do, I guess. And then Triton goes, I'm a Marine. That's right, yeah. His commanding officer says, one of the best. <laughs> so, so that's good. It is one of the, I've just discharged you and you're no longer a Marine, but you are one of the best. The dialogue in this oh, is, is straight brilliant. out of Rambo really? 2, isn't it? I just realized, <laughs> I think this is when I just clicked just after that scene and all I was typing my notes was, his name is John? <laughs> I was like, come on. <laughs> so yeah, what happens to our Marine then? He becomes a security guard. Yeah, instantly. Yeah. So I'm I'm actually, I'm speaking like I'm the director of the Marine. I'm just like jumping right hey, into the next bit. You yeah. could have been. Well, now at first we see John. He's back in his house because he just happens to have this like beautiful house and and the the whole the whole cliche like beautiful wife waiting for him at home. Actually, his wife she seems like the type of actress. Like, don't get me wrong, she's an attractive lady. Yeah. But the way they've done her makeup and her hairstyle and everything, she just looks like an actress who is is actually in real life a bit older than John Cena. Yeah. And they've dolled her up to make her look like. Try and be around about the similar age because I'll be honest, she looked like a common hooker. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it did seem a bit. It seemed a strange choice. Yeah, she's a very attractive lady. Very attractive for sure, lady. But yeah, it just didn't. It didn't seem to be the right match. Yeah. she seemed to be like the wife of a different character in another yeah. movie. Yeah, I just got the vibe from her all the time. That you, you're supposed to be John Cena's wife in this. Yeah. I don't quite believe. I it. was imagining yeah more of a sort of young. You know, young sort of high school sweetheart type. Yeah. And that actress is, that actress is a very attractive lady, but not that type. She yeah. looks, she actually looks more like someone who would have been good as the baddie's wife. That's exactly what yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. attractive, but also maybe as a dark side, which is, which is a very good character type in a different role. But because not her, as, her face and her expressions do have a bit of edge to them. Yeah. Well, yeah, because. This film came out 2006. Mm-hmm. John Cena's John Cena's the same age as you and I. So 21? <laughs> Late 20s. When he shot this. And yeah. she looks about... Uh, Early 30s, I would say, yeah. Mid 30s or something, yeah. which is not too much of a big age difference. But, but I just felt like she just seems a bit older than him. Yeah. You know? Uh, well, that's not a big deal, but... Lee's obviously thought about it quite a lot. <laughs> and that top she was wearing oh my goodness nothing just a complete strumpet <laughs> john's too good for her she'll never work in hollywood again i tell you <laughs> although yeah. i've never seen her in anything else no i don't know who she yeah. is yeah neither because your man from the terminator bobby patrick robert patrick is it it is robert isn't it yeah not his brother richard who is the lead singer of filter and the lady that plays his Paramore. Mm-mm. I've never seen her in anything else either. No, but no maybe was... if you watch American TV, there are loads of stuff. I don't know. And I kept trying to pin the bad guy's girlfriend. I was thinking, ah, oh, was she a wrestler? Because she's very athletic and very, oh, yeah. uh, you know, she can take care of business, that kind of thing. But I can't recognize her from wrestling either. So yeah. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, John's at his home with his wife, and it's just quickly established. Like, well, I've got a, you know, I got to go to work tomorrow. So all right, yeah. Like everything in this in this movie, it moves at a million miles an hour. And she's like, I don't remember you. Shut up. Move on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's got a job as a security guard. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then some, what would be the right word for that guy? He's a, what's that American term? The douchebag. That's it. They often call people like a douche. Yeah. I think that guy's a douche, the guy that turns up at his office. So John Cena and his oh, mate. Yeah. Well, John Cena and his newly made mate, who's also a big guy, but kind of lazy. He's been a security guy for a few years. Doesn't really, doesn't do anything more than he has yeah, to do. Yeah, he's reading Playboy at the desk, that kind of yeah, thing. He's having a Tommy Tank at the desk. And, and he says the most typical of the again you know it's it's not a particularly big gripe because you know this is a crap film right yeah but he says what everyone says in these types of situations in any movie john triton sorry says to him like how how could you stayed here for so long and done so little you know it's like it's a good job it's good benefits my eyes sort of rolled a little bit at that because they always say that oh it's a great job great benefits that guess actually and i suppose it would be a detour i didn't expect to take but Neither of us being American or ever having lived in the US. It seems like a perfectly nice place and I like lots of aspects of American culture. But it does freak me out a bit if I ever think or if I'm ever reading an article or listening to a podcast. Because most of the podcasts I listen to are American, right? Mm. So things like NPR, things like Invisibilia and other things like that, This American Life. There will be some stories which will involve like someone being fired and then blah, 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 their insurance. And you're like, oh, yeah. If you don't have health insurance in the US, you're screwed. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of strange. I think it's strange for, because America's so like the UK or New Zealand and many other, like culturally in many ways, mm. that's just such a big difference that things like that bring it home. You're like, I guess actually if, you, if you're as a typical American worker, the benefits package must be such a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because without that, without employment, without the you know employer-sponsored health package, what do you have? You have to get your own private know, insurance, yeah. which would cost a fortune. Yeah. So I guess you're right. Now, stop and think about it. Yeah. I guess they always say that cliche line in the movies or TV. It must be like a big... Big deal, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, derailed the podcast, but interesting <laughs> nonetheless. <laughs> hmm. If you'd like to continue that discussion on the state of America's healthcare system, yeah, like, why not tweet us at the Flix Forecast? Like, Lee and James with their own version of This American Life. Like, <laughs> two, two foreigners speak about American life. Oh, actually, there's one little thing I noticed. And it, John Sinner's feet? <laughs> yeah. Quick rewind, very quick rewind back to the previous scene. When he's in the, ha- in the house talking to his wife. Sure, we, surely we have to go. <laughs> yeah. The music. The music in this entire movie is, oh, I yeah. felt, it's really There's out co- of place. A couple of comments in that as well, yeah. Particular scenes in the movie have totally the wrong type of music. You know what I mean? So when he's in the house with his wife and anytime he's with his wife, it goes into, I wrote, Triton's Discharge, comes home, talks to his wife, Lord of the Rings <laughs> Hobbit music theme plays. Because it's like... There's some vaguely irish stuff that plays quite a lot, yeah. It is the Lord of the Rings Hobbit music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Back to his office job. But no, but jumping ahead just because the... We're going to jump all over the place. Yeah. But Sorry, folks. Just because my music comment was a bit where the bad... What's the baddie's name? What's Robert Patrick's character's name? I can't remember. I can't remember but anyway, Terminator 2, right? Yeah. So the Terminator is there with his his lady mm. and he gets a call and she wants to get on. So she like drops her... There's no nudity in this film. No, there would, isn't, yeah. Which, which is, you know, fair play. is good. Mm. I, I like it sometimes with no nudity in films because a lot of the time you are just like, why is that person nude? Yeah. I don't need to see this. We have other films for that. Like, there's mm. a whole category that does just fine. But anyway, so the music, I don't know if you noticed, but the music behind that is like... Waka, waka, chika, waka, waka. And my note was autocorrected. I wrote the scene with Angela. So I know her name's Angela because yeah. I wrote it down, but I forgot Terminator's name. 
but because of autocrat, it's like the scene with Angela, sexy wag wag music. Obviously, <laughs> wag wag. <laughs> there we go. That's sexy, sexy wag wag genre. Wag wag, wag wag. Yeah, it, it was really on the nose porno music. Hey, 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 good stuff's gonna happen here. Wink. So, Robert the... Patrick as Rome. His name is Rome. Rome? Yeah. Oh. So, Douche arrives. Yeah, so at we're, the back building. At, we're back at John Cena's new workplace. Yeah. Douchebag arrives, yeah. <laughs> Douche E bag. Uh, he arrives. He's got two security, two personal security guards with him. Mm. Nothing's established, but that's fine. Like who they are, whatever. He's gone up because his ex girlfriend works in a building or something. And yeah. he's been abusive, so they come up to kick him out. He, I think he tells him, bug off or something because mm. there's not any swearing in no. this either is there which again is good so John Cena manhandles him gets yeah. him out and then I don't know how it becomes a fight because actually he gets him out and then they're because the douchebag just keeps goading him that's, and goading yeah, him and, yeah. it, and it's a full on full on scene that serves no other purpose than to uh, have John Cena throw flex him. and throw him through that massive yeah. glass window that behind good. them yeah. that's good and then douchebag though has no cuts on him which is good yeah that gets up and he's like ah have your job and blah 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 so he gets fired but mm. so does his mate yeah but unfair, his mate was uh, his mate he's was like his, benefits. his mate was lazily not getting involved which was good yeah and I think his his buddy said something like just before they, they throw down and, and waste these D-bags he says like oh you know how you mentioned about how could I just sit here and not do anything and just take all this crap from people like this Today's not one of those That's days. That's right. Yeah, this is this this one incident is the one that changes his whole. Anyway, but it's good. It's good. I'm not going to complain. Yeah, it's so, ridiculous, but it's yeah. fun to watch. Yeah, but I like this line because they end up in a they they go for a drink in the middle yeah. of the day because yeah. they'd be fired, and then he's like, "Oh, what are you going to do?" His mate says, "You know, try it. And what are you going to do?" Try and says. Well, I'm going to go home and see my wife. And his mate goes, yeah, she's hot. Yeah. How does he, that's right. How I does like, he know? I like that. Yeah, that's right. One, I never even thought of that. One, it's a good line. And two, how does he know? They show, they're trying like showing pictures. Yeah. Okay. And suddenly they're best mates. They've worked yeah. together for a mo- one morning. Yeah. And he mysteriously- well, what a morning. Yeah. Mysteriously knows what his missus looks like. Yeah. And then even then you wouldn't say your best mate, hey, your wife's pretty hot. Like, All right, steady on. Steady on. There was a weird thing for that for his new mate to say. Yeah, she's their, hot. their best buddies. The next scene is where we get introduced to bad guy, Rome, Rome. Terminator 2, Richard, no, Robert Patrick, sorry. Yeah. And I wrote here, we get introduced to bad guy, Robert Patrick, to inappropriate porno music. Again, yeah, that yeah. wag wag music. Yeah, yeah. Waggle, waggle, wag. The music's all over the place in this. It, the- it really is inappropriate. Yeah. They got um I think they just realized they hadn't put any music on and then like the week before they were gonna release it, they were like, Shit, there's no music on this thing. Yeah. Like, doesn't your your nephew, he knows how to do that, doesn't he? You know, like, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like, just give it to your nephew, he can do it. <laughs> he's he's doing that music course at university, isn't he? You're like, Yeah, I guess so. He can do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the the thematic choices are just wrong for almost yeah. every scene. Oh yeah, yeah. But so somehow that just again me. There's so many things about this that like the aspect that makes it crap also just makes it really endearing. Yeah, and I, I hate stuff where you're like so bad it's good, but some things are, and this this is not actually so bad it's good. It's not terrible no, at all. It's competently made. It's, it's in, endearingly stupid and yeah. endearingly fucking misses the mark sometimes, but still totally works. Yeah, yeah, and I think, well, I hope that everybody involved in producing this knew that. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you can't take this film seriously. You no. really can't. So what is Robert Patrick's whole shtick in this? He's a dual thief. He's yeah. a dual thief. We were way off the yeah, mark in our predictions. Us, neither of us. Neither of us. There's only two of us. Yeah. Neither of us predicted the Marine will be about a Marine fighting a dual thief. That would yeah. be a really left to center choice, but that's what it is. Yeah. It's a pretty, um, I don't know, crap kind of MO for you, a yeah. big bad guy in the movie. It's like, jewel thief. And he's I don't a, care if someone loses their precious diamond. Yeah, he's a swanky jewel thief. Yeah. So he's in a BMW, I think, isn't he? Yeah. Gets out. He's got a team that we sort of slowly get introduced to. But he and Angela, mm. and Angela's inside the jewelry store, isn't she? She, she oh, pretends to be right. a hostage. Yeah. Anyway. So they go in and they get the... He walks in. Oh, no, he just like literally walks in and then just goes like everyone down, doesn't he? he just, yeah. Yeah. And then his mate, Everyone Bennett, down, this is a robbery. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of... That time it seems like there's only two of them. It seems as if there's only Terminator and Bennett. Mm. Bennett, played by Manu Bennett. <laughs> Another instance of them just using the person's name. Yeah. But then Bennett and him come in and it just starts. They're just like, yeah, everyone down. It's like, don't look at me, blah, blah, blah. I guess that's how he's a smooth, charismatic, charming, mm, yeah. high-class jewel thief. Takes a ho- Then there's a kind of security door with the security guard inside who's yeah. behind bulletproof glass. That's where the jewels are. He won't open it, so Terminator takes a hostage. Yeah. And he's like, going to kill you. He's like, I've got kids, I've got kids. So the guy inside the security area yeah. opens the door. Then it turns out, oh, that was actually Angela. She's yeah. part of the whole was operation. Was a ruse. But then it turns out the guy that opened the door was also part of the operation. Yeah. He was acting like that, I guess, in case the cameras saw. Yeah. And, and he but, kills him anyway? Yeah, but best not look into all that. Yeah. But so they take all the all the diamonds. No, they take specific diamonds. Yeah. Of, yeah. Anyway, take specific diamonds. And then that's it. This is the whole charade. Uh, the whole charade's not the right word. This is the yeah. The whole charade starts with this. It's just from this thing. Marine and his wife going away for the weekend. Jewel thief taking these big diamonds that we turn out turns mm. out later is actually wanted by a very specific person. And that's it. We only have these two elements, mm. and it just goes from there, and it goes very well from there. It's, yeah. a, it's a lean story, and yeah, Jill Thief's very a very lean story. Jill Thief's a pretty crap premise, but man, they shot the hell out of it. So yeah, yeah. And oh, is that when the cops turn up? Oh yeah, because he shot the the guy, yeah. the faux security guard for whatever it was. One of his crew, but he shoot shoots him anyway. So cops turn up, and that's when. It's a it's ridiculous explosion. Morgan. So the, there's a big African American guy who's the. So Manu Bennett is uh, the, I guess, sort of rugged guy. Mm. And then you've got the sexy lady. And then you've got. Because this like, very often happens. Then you've got the big African American guy. And then you've got a kind of weedy, nerdy, brainy guy. Yeah. That's the team. Yeah. And then the leader, right? Anyways, the guy Morgan is the African-American guy. Mm. He has a... But, and his character... He's got a hair trigger, hasn't yeah, he? He's got a hair trigger, yeah. So he shoots the police car with a rocket launcher? Yeah. yeah. Well, first he shoots the shit out of the car and then blows oh, yeah. it up with a rocket launcher. Yeah. It's like, it's massive overkill, isn't it? So they, they've now, I guess, they've been together for at least a period of time and done some heists before successfully. Mm. But now they've screwed this fright up because now I don't know what the classifications are in the US, but... I'd imagine they've now entered the bracket of 
everyone in the country is looking for you now. Yeah. Like you've just robbed that. That expand that it's so extreme, isn't yeah. it? They they go from like, okay, this like is you, a this is a planned heist, obviously to like, ah fuck it, let's just kill all these cops. Yeah, yeah. And use high explosives in the process. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I'm pretty sure you'd get the anti terrorist squad on you and they've the no military end, after you now. They now have no end game out of it. No. Yeah. As long as they're in the US, they're screwed. Yeah. They'd have to get to Mexico. Boss guy, Rome, he calls his client up or something, yeah. or his client calls him on his very 2000s flip style phone. This is just pre smartphones, isn't it? Yeah. And he says, like, oh, um, yeah, you know what? I don't like our deal. So, yeah, screw you. And he, he pisses off his client as well. Yeah. So, uh, presumably, his client's going to be after him now. And it's all odd, isn't it? He's, he's, these, these guys actually seem like a bunch of feckless idiots they really do yeah. yeah so then they get in a car to drive away mm. and somewhere cut back to Triton and his wife and actually as they're driving they're still deciding out there like let's go to the beach or let's go to the mountains and there's a few stories about the past yeah Triton and his wife because he's got no job now they're going to take some time off I guess yeah, yeah. the mountains or the beach yeah and the guy's like I've just lost my job and she's like let's go for a trip he's like I was planning to just sit in my pants and get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so they're going on a trip. So they're driving and they they still seem to be in the decision phase, but they plump for the mountains. Yeah. So they go whatever way. Because John Cena tells this cool story about how he was he went to the mountains as a kid. But I think it's just like his and dad beat them. Yeah. It's really not nice. So like, oh my dad would take my brother and I up to the mountains and he would beat us and yeah and, and you're then, like oh and we would go to the same place every year and you're like just cool story john didn't need cool that. story <laughs> yeah because yeah, i went to the mountains with my dad and we fished and had a lovely lovely yeah. time so i'd like to relive, relive those memories rather than my dad just to take my brother and i to the mountains and beat us so i'd like to go back to the mountains anyway there are a couple of odd decisions in, yeah. in the script like this out there that's not the first time i'll uh and, there's actually a strange thread of abuse yeah. in this film. Oh, we'll yeah. get to another, a very key one later. Yes. So yeah, so they, they're deciding to go to the mountains. So they go to get some gas. Oh, they stop in at a gas station. Yeah. But who's there? The bad guys turn up. They're also driving. I don't know. They're taking Somewhere? a trip. I'm not sure what they're <laughs> You don't know where they're going. Is, no. <laughs> yeah. They've got these very, very desirable diamonds. Um, but I'm not sure where they're going. And Anyway. Yes. Yeah, because he's pissed off his client. And they've got the cops after them. And, yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's a mess. John C- uh, Triton and his wife pull in as well. Triton goes inside. And actually, it could have gone by without a hitch until a cop car drives up. Yeah. And you know something's going to happen. <laughs> Did you notice the cop car that pulled into the gas station? It said on the back of it, it's a highway patrol car, right? And I wrote my notes. The highway patrol officer drives a sports car which says donated by your local drug dealer yeah it's on the back of the car yeah wow oh, that's a that was a kind of cool little kind of just joke yeah, yeah i yeah. guess obviously obviously the director had a sense of humor or yeah, whoever yeah. it was like ah oh, let's just put in a line here i quite like that yeah it just flashed in front of me like what that, yeah. does that say <laughs> it does there we go sponsored by your local drug dealer yeah. there we go so they pull in and they're wearing shades the cops do American cops actually do that? I don't know. It seems strange that you'd be wearing shades. But you have to in the movies, don't you? Yeah. But anyway, so they... Rome... Keep calling them Terminators. It's Rome. The, yeah. So Rome is filling up the car with gas. Angela and Bennett... I think Morgan's in the car. 
the dweeby guy whose name I can't remember is in the car and Angela and Bennett are in the store yeah kicks off because the cop comes over and starts asking him oh he asks him because he's got Vegas plates yeah and he says something oh what happens and what happens there stays there and Rome's like what yeah which is a bad start again for a smooth criminal mastermind another He's another bad move on, you're yeah. like you know what happens there stays there even I can guess some reference to Vegas say something vaguely Vegasy. Yeah. don't turn around to a cop when you're in the situation that he's in and go what yeah <laughs> It's like, whoa. <sighs> but even then, it doesn't go entirely south until Morgan just decides to kill the cops again. Yeah, Rome has managed to keep cool and say like, oh, yeah, my brother lives in Vegas. kind of wins it back. Cops yeah. are a bit suspicious, but they're not not enough that he's probably going to do anything. He's probably a bit like, this guy's a bit weird, but, you know, there's nothing obviously yeah. wrong, so... But then Morgan just loses his shit anyway and, and kills the cop. Yeah. And it's all going down now. Yeah. And then John Cena is... Oh, he's trying to run out to save his wife and get us like a butt of a gun, butt of a rifle in the face. Yeah, which, because they go to kidnap, they go to use John Cena's, I guess it's four-wheel drive. They've just killed everyone else. But anyway, they keep her as a yeah, hostage. Yeah. And they keep her as a hostage and John Cena sees this and he runs out to go save his wife. And yeah, he gets the butt of a rifle which, in his face. Which would absolutely hospitalize him for weeks. Oh, for sure. yeah. You're looking at minor brain damage potentially. Yeah. <laughs> so not only is he just taking that, but then they blow up the garage. Yeah. Or gas... What do you call that? Gas station. In gas station, yeah. So the... In American, as if that's a language. <laughs> Sorry, but... So they blow that up. And Cena's inside. But he's all right. He's fine. Like, the rifle in the face... He gets engulfed by the flames. Yeah, he gets... I mean, he's in the middle of a gas store explosion. <laughs> and he's fine. And he's just taking the butt of a rifle to the face as he's running into it. Yeah. But anyway, it's fine. But, I mean, but it's fine. It's all right. It's good. It's good for the movie. Yeah. So, and this is still only about, what, 30 minutes into the movie? Yeah. Not yeah. even there. Oh, it's action, action, action. And this is the premise from now on. This is the premise of the, the remainder of the film. I thought there must be something else that's going to happen, but that's it. That's it. It's just... And yeah, it never flags. Yeah. It's bad great. guys are on the run. John Cena's after them because they've got his wife. Yeah. And the cops all turn up and they're all like... Hey, you know, those are some really bad dudes you ran into there. It's like, they got my wife. So yeah, we know about that, but we're, we're on them. I mean, we've got helicopter squads. Yeah. We've got all the police alerted and across, you know, the entire state and state borders as well. They're on alert. It's like, I got to go after them. They're like, well, okay. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> they, they just let up the cops. Just let them go after Yeah. They're like, you know, you really shouldn't much to do. Just, ah, well, on you go. Yeah. Personal vendetta. Vigilante. Yeah, ah, on you go, go on there. On you go. <laughs> I'll turn my back, and if I turn around, you're not there. Well, there we go. <laughs> it's all so Top easy. Copping. Yeah. So now the bad guys are in a four by four. Yeah. With uh, Mrs. Cena, Mrs. Triton. They've taken her hostage. Triton has been allowed by the police to pursue a personal vendetta, so he's chased them in a car. Now they're very angry at Morgan because it's like the second time he's just lost it at cops. Completely lost it and put them all in massive danger. So they're in a real pickle now. They're basically asking him, you know, why did you do this? You're such a hothead or trigger finger, as you said. Yeah. And then Morgan says his classic line, which we realize later has a lot of, uh, there's a lot of weight to this line. <laughs> I hate cops. And rock candy. Okay. So you're like, that's a really weird line. There must be some reason. But that's the thing. When I first heard it, right? There is a reason. But when oh, I first there is. He but when I first tell, heard please. it, I thought in this film, the way that it's made, I was like, you know what? That might not even come up again. That might have just been a random line. Yeah. But 
more than that. Anyway, so I hate cops and rock candy. So we find out he is a bit mad, right? He's obviously a bit oh, crazy. Yeah. So they're driving in probably 15, 20 seconds later, they realise in movie time, they realise that Triton's chasing them. Yeah. What has he got? A police car? No, they didn't give him a police didn't give him a police car. Is it the highway patrol car? Yeah, did he take It's the Highway Patrol car. Man, the police is even like, says Yeah, yeah. John gets on the That's on right. the CBs is like, this is John Triton, blah 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 blah, in pursuit of yeah. the, And if I was the, the guy on the the responder at the police station, like, who the hell are you? Like, what? Yeah, get off this line. Yeah. But again, it's borrow a classic Simpsons line. I'm in pursuit of the uh the perpetrators. Suspects are hatless. I repeat hatless. <laughs> <laughs> So he's in pursuit of them. Then we have one of the one of the just cheesiest Another best great lines. Line. Ben, I think, says, "It's a guy from the gas station. Like, oh, this guy like doesn't die. He's like the Terminator." So what happens? They all look at the camera. Well, actually, <laughs> old Bobby Patrick Rome specifically looks in the rearview mirror and gives a kind of yeah. wink. Yeah. You're like, you know what? Fair play. That's I, all right. Yeah, fair enough. I, I did quite like that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty crap. Yeah, but it was like eh, okay, yeah, because it's Robert Patrick. I get it. Yeah. The other thing that was quite funny was um, they go back. The, it jumps back to the gar- to the gas station for one last shot because mm, they did mm. a little bit more exposition. And I don't know if you noticed this, but because I, I really like this, one of the extras is playing a cop. The camera is sort of panning down from a view like a panoramic view above the gas station panning down into the gas station. So the establishing shot is kind of like the gas station with the background and it sort of pans down. And behind, sort of in the bottom left-hand corner of the screen, there's a guy who's an extra as a cop. And basically he must slightly, slightly misses his cue by a few seconds because he's standing stock still and the camera catches him and then for about a second he doesn't move and then he jumps into action. So obviously <laughs> they're well like, you know, spotted. action. He's like, Oh, fuck. Starts moving. <laughs> well spotted. Oh, it's really good. I like it. There's another fantastic shootout scene here because John, in his highway patrol, stolen highway patrol car, catches up to the bad guys. They kind of gave it to him. Yeah, kind <laughs> of. Because they're kind of like, ah, off you go. Yeah. <laughs> You're a civilian, but... Ah. And he catches up to the bad guys and this fantastic shootout happens between them. I think it's Angela. She starts shooting like a, oh, yeah. a machine gun yeah. at john who's behind in the car behind them yeah but the car is riddled with bullets yeah. right and you just think there's no way he could survive that because the entire windshield is littered with bullet holes and just yeah. smashed to pieces the hood of the car is just all bullet holes yeah like, but no oh i try and see that he really is like the terminator was it did it did, 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 no <laughs> that's mcdonald's <laughs> the but it's like that it's, did it oh john cena yeah it would be even better if in those moments where like john cena does something good or something really cool it just plays a little yeah (laughs) as he looks as he looks off into the distance yeah he's fine fine he's absolutely fine but and the car is still going even though still still is going like a hundred bullet holes through the hood Yeah, yeah somehow it gets to a point where john's car gets run off the road well they both get run off the road that's right yeah but John's car goes uh, flying off. Well, not a cliff, but it's kind of like a steep bank. That's right. And then ex- and yeah. it explodes. Yes. Somehow. And again, John Cena obvious- leaps. Again, he oh, yeah. leaps from the car. Yeah. Perfectly. But Triton's wife's looking back like, ah, 
no, because obviously she, like everyone else, is like, he must be dead this yeah. time. Oh my god, he's been engulfed by flames in that massive again. explosion. Yet again. Yeah. yeah. But Triton's fine. He's absolutely fine. Yeah, he does not have a scrape on him. Yeah, he just good. emerges from that wreck yeah. just, just a bit muddy. And again, you think about how we're going to describe this, like, it must be shit, and it really isn't. Is You're like, so there's a jewel thief, he's got his wife, and now they're about to just go through the swampland with Triton pursuing them and that's going to take up the next hour oh that's shit and you're like that is actually all that happens and it really isn't shit yeah. how, how did they do it it's weird there's so flimsy a premise I think it's yeah. the pacing yeah. I think they know it's a really thin weak flimsy cliched riddled story yeah but they move everything along so fast yeah. there's no time to stop and think oh this is getting boring or this yeah. is getting cliched or trite it's yeah. just, wow, this film moves at a million miles an hour, yeah, always. Yeah. So there's no time to think. So we have a big scene just after that because they're walking. Now, they're walking through the swamp. Because they've lost their car as well. Yeah. yeah. Triton's pursuing, but he's a bit behind because he had to jump out, he had to jump out of a car that was exploding. Yeah. So he's a little bit strapped for time. He's ran behind him a little bit. And then the dweeby guy who has a big sort of scary looking knife, right? Yeah. The dweeby guy and Morgan, they've always had a bit of tension. Mm. And then dweeby guy's a bit like, I don't know, reaches ahead because it's just like, you know, you're such a, like, you're a real, like a liability. Like, yeah. We're not going to be able to get out of this and situation he is, because he's of you. got them into all this mess. Yeah, he's right. So then Rome is like, I'll settle this. So dweeby guys stand there waiting for Rome to shoot Morgan. And Rome shoots dweeby guy. Yeah. And then they just walk on. <sighs> And Another then, terrible decision by Rome. Yeah, and then Angela is like, he is a crazy son of a bitch. And Rome says, you never know when you'll need a crazy son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? How can you argue? Well, you can argue with that, but in the context yeah. of this movie, you're just like, ah, fine. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose. In real life, though, it's just like, yeah, you've got this guy as a hair trigger. He's put you in so much shit. He's taken what could have been a very expertly executed heist. Yeah. He's just taken it all off the rails, seriously off the rails. Killed loads of cops. You're now, you're now all getting the chair when you get called. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. It's just as they're walking where Morgan has the reason to say, because they're talking something about camping out. Oh, yeah. This Morgan is says, bizarre. Brothers don't camp. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, because yeah, they walk along and he's like, oh... Stop complaining, Morgan. It's just like camping. He's like, brothers don't camp. That's oh, it. Right. Yeah. That's how it comes up, yeah. This is all just happening as they're walking and talking, right? Yeah. And Triton's pursuing. And it's not really jumping from anything else, but it's just, go, as you said, just going so fast from one scene to the other that somehow it's entertaining. Because the next bit is that as they're walking, and they're all very close to each other, right? Rome, so you've got like four people, five people now. Angela, Rome, Bennett, Mrs. Triton. Right? Yeah. He sort of starts talking to Mrs. Triton and then making it all... And then he says that, but it's like, yeah. you know, we could have had a future if it wasn't for... And he does that thing with his eyebrows. He's gesturing towards his current girlfriend. Yeah. And you're just like, this is very, <laughs> very weird. Yeah. But and then that's it. And then nothing else after. Just that, that yeah. just goes to the next scene. And I believe the next scene is when they, the bad guys, that is, they arrive at some like old so they find swamp an old, house. Sh- yeah, an old swamp house. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say shack, but swamp house is it's a kind good of a shack. Yeah. 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 It's like a swamp house yeah. and it appears to be abandoned. Yeah. Oh, and people were making moonshine there. That's right. So it's like a, 
not about abandoned, but as at least it's an unattended moonshine shack <laughs> in the middle of the summer. I'd like to own an unattended moonshine shack. Yeah. That's a nice phrase. So they, they're, the police are around there when they get there, so they wait in the woods for a bit. Or yeah. the rushes, I guess. They wait till it's dark, I guess. And then they go in. Yeah. And that's when we hear the story, isn't it? And all this time, Triton's just following. Yeah, Triton's really... still following. He's not, he's in pursuit. Yeah, so The bad guys are all in this moonshine shack now and the power's not working but one of them i think it's bennett actually he figures out how to get the power back on like oh no, they send morgan they send morgan downstairs not before not before a really weird line is delivered by morgan so we find out the rock candy yeah so i guess this is tied so to the rock candy it is it's tied to rock candy because this bit i watched this bit twice because it was too amazing to let it go oh, it's something else so morgan starts telling the story about when he did go to camp as a kid yeah and there was a, a teacher called tim mm. timothy and he's like and he's like timothy was really cool and athletic you know like, just a strange turn and this is his fucking strangest bit right so bizarre and, and god's honest fucking deliverance type music starts playing like, yeah it does yeah and he says tim or we also call him johnny whiplash oh yeah yeah, yeah. You're like what where did that come from <laughs> yeah. and he says and yeah and i was you know he took good care of me and we spent a lot of time together and one time you know we're, we're camping and he offered me rock candy and i took it and then he offered me something I never should have accepted. <laughs> That's a really weird way to put it. Oh, man. Uh, what a film. Yeah, I know. I, was, <laughs> I took note of that line as well because I was just thinking, what? Yeah. <laughs> just so strange. It's so out of left field and it's just so clumsily phrased. But just anything else. He's obviously clearly very ashamed of some kind of uh, homosexual encounter he had yeah. with his camp counsellor. It sounds like he was so an abused why, child, which is awful, yeah. Why would he bring this up? Yeah, and, and in that situation as well, you're like, they, they also just move on. <laughs> yeah. They just, none of them goes like, oh my God, that's terrible. Rome or, just kind of smirks and just... Yeah. Uh, They're like, oh, well, that explains a lot. Anyway, that generator. Yeah. Like, Morgan, can you go out and sit to the generator? Yeah, then can you go and get it? Yeah. So he goes down, goes downstairs. This is when I realized that Bennett was called Bennett. So as I was watching, I checked my phone and realized he's played by Manu Bennett. Mm. Yeah, so Morgan goes down to fix the generator. Does it. So then the music starts. Oh, yeah. But then Triton arrives and kills Morgan. They have a fist fight and kills yeah. him. No one upstairs hears, but again, it's fine. It's mm. okay. So Morgan's dead. And then Bennett... Sends says, Bennett to go check on Bennett's Morgan. Here Morgan is, yeah. yeah. And, yeah... Very similar thing, you know, Triton kills Bennett. Yeah. So Bennett's Simple dead, as that. Morgan's dead. That's right, because I always remember thinking, I was like, he's got two dead bodies down there. Like, yeah. Even when the police arrive, should the police are like, yeah, yeah I'm glad you've... What have you done? <laughs> like, we just killed two people. You know what I mean? Even the police would be a bit like, I, I know you're chasing these quote-unquote bad guys, but have you just killed two people in cold blood? Like, fucking hell, mate. Yeah. Like, you're... You can't do that. You're not allowed to do that. You're, you are a civilian. Yeah, you're not a marine anymore. And this is not wartime. Like I know you think you're still a marine. Yeah, yeah. Like there is due course. You know, justice is due course. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so those guys are dead. Actually, it takes a little bit of time for John to kill Morgan because he suddenly gets attacked by two. I guess it's the the moonshine guys, right? Before he kills Morgan. Yeah, yeah. They discover this people. Oh, yeah, there's that somebody. Whole random chapter I forgot about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's pretty short. 
two sort of hillbilly dudes turn up and I guess it's their moonshine shack. Yeah. And they go like, well, what are you doing here, boy? Oh, they think he's a police because there are yeah. all these helicopters. They think the helicopter is looking for them. Yeah. And they go like, well, if you're not a cop, then who the hell are you anyway? Doesn't matter. We're going to kill you anyway. So. But then he goes, I am a cop. Because he gives up. Yeah. 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 And just kills him. Kills him anyway, right? So <laughs> yeah. after that is when John kills Bennett and then subsequently Morgan. Right. In the generator room. Meanwhile, his wife tries to escape. Kate, we find out. Kate, yeah. So his wife tries to escape. Angela recovers her. While all this is going on... they end up fighting on the front deck. Yeah. Like downstairs. Somehow Triton then goes upstairs, leaves Mm. his wife fighting to the death with a train Yeah, he just completely leaves it. That should be fine. That was the whole purpose, is to recover his wife. (laughs) But he goes after Rome instead. Runs up to the top room of the quote-unquote swamp shack and then uh, the moonshine shop it's <laughs> quite a tongue twister. yeah yeah the moonshine swamp shack Bustin roams there he's about to kill Rome but he's got a bank to rights then Van Buren comes in as a cop who's been leading the operation to catch them yeah but what's the twist twist the twist is that Van Buren is actually the guy who wanted to buy the diamonds. Yeah. So Van Buren wanted to find Rome mm. and may want to kill him, but certainly doesn't want to arrest or may want to arrest him, but just wants the diamonds. That's the main thing. Because mm. the diamonds are very valuable. And then we've got a kind of like half-assed Reservoir Dogs type thing, like who's going to shoot who? Yeah. Rome goes to shoot John, but just as that moment, John pulls in Van Buren, the cop, the crooked cop, uses him as a human shield. He gets blown away. He's dead as well. Rome uses that chance to make his escape. Ensuing confusion, Rome runs downstairs, meets up with Angela and Kate. They then go off to get Van Buren's police car, mm. but with Triton still being left in the shack, I think it's Rome, maybe Angela, but they shoot some gas tanks That's on right. the first floor. Yeah. So they manage to get out. Now, even more than the gas station, or at least comparable to the gas station. Oh, it's a massive explosion. Yeah. It is. Because f- there's like gas tank after gas tank after gas tank. Yeah. So the shack, like, it's like a mushroom cloud explosion <laughs> yeah. with Cena just, with Triton just, slow, all slow motion. Jumping out, tiny yeah. feet, <laughs> dives in the water. Yeah. He must leap a good... 20 30 meters i mean he's he's got to be a, an olympic athlete as well he's he's broken yeah. several yeah jumping and diving records here as well as being just completely flame retardant yeah it's amazing oh it's fantastic yeah it's good entertainment it, it, it's actually way better than it sounds yeah i even i put this twice because another bit we'll get to later but just noting here, I mean, lots of explosions. Oh, I mean, it's very obvious, right? Yeah. We knew it from the poster, but yeah. lots of explosions. So the they want to ditch the police car because... It's being it. tracked. Yeah. So they pull over and they see a truck coming towards them. Angela, Rome's evil girlfriend. You know what? It just makes sense. Like Van Buren obviously let... Yeah. Van Buren is not the most incompetent cop in the world. He also thought, well, if I can't find him, this clown might find Rome... Yeah. And those guys as well. So I'll, or die trying. Mm. Either way, I get what I need, which is to find out where Rome is. So actually, it's not such a Ooh, bad idea. Oh, it's way cleverer than you think, yeah, this yeah. movie. Oh. <laughs> layers upon layers. Yeah. yeah. So his evil girlfriend pulls over this truck. And yeah, the truck driver delivers that hey great girl, line. you want a ride? <laughs> and of course, she smokes him out and they take his truck. Yeah. 
and they handcuff Kate, John Cena's wife, sorry, John Triton's wife, uh-huh. to like the rail in the back seat yeah, so she that? can't escape. Is it in the cab, isn't it? You call yeah. that a cab, don't you? So she's yeah. handcuffed to some rail in the cab. It's at this point that John gets arrested by a marine patrol. They've got like those uh, airboats on the, it's like, this is Gentle like the, Ben. Yeah. This is in the bayou, isn't it? This is <laughs> yeah. like the Louisiana I area, I think. Yeah. He manages to escape that because he's, He's Triton. He's John Triton, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's a Well, he was a Marine, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. One and, of the best. Yeah, one of the best, yeah. And he hoofs it on this boat towards the marina. Yeah. That's where Rome and the bad guys are going. I, I guess he's got a boat there. I'm not quite sure. He's going to use Van Buren's boat or something. I don't know. He's going to have to get to, he's going to have to get to international waters. Yeah. I mean, he's got helicopters following him and everything. He's in, he's in a heck of a lot of trouble, yeah. Yeah, and they're in a big, slow truck. Yeah. John gets to the marina. Uh-huh. Just as the truck's coming in, he leaps onto the side of the truck. That's right. And he pulls Angela, the evil girlfriend. She's in the passenger seat. She's yeah. in the passenger seat, yeah. And he throws her out of the, the window. Yeah. And she dies quite brutally into the path of an oncoming bus. Yeah, she gets mashed. Yeah. And the diamonds, the you diamonds get go shot. with her. Yeah, a good shot of the diamonds. If you imagine sort of a view inside the bus hmm. so the diamonds sort of spray up the the gangway of the bus but covered in blood that's right yeah yeah it's yeah. a good shot yeah so she dies really really horribly and then John's still clinging to the side because he can't actually get in the cab so he's kind of yeah because the, the uh, Rome closes the door so he's on the side of the cab the side yeah. of the truck yeah and Rome's driving this truck through garages th- smashing through fences into a, a house or some sort of similar yeah. structure and you just I'm just thinking like how is John Cena surviving this just on the outside of the cab but of course he is of course he is he's he's, he's a marine and for some reason when I was watching that thing that got me was I was like ow his hands because <laughs> like his hands are in the bar and like the first Ooh, thing that would be hit his knuckles are going like, to be oh, sore how, how fucking sore would that be like you're holding on to a bar and then someone drives into like a fence I mean there's actually worse but that bit because that bit was somewhat realistic I was like imagine if I should have hurt ow it's the pain that we can all relate to yeah. which is the worst isn't yeah. it Rome manages to finally get John off the truck yeah. by smashing into a building. Yeah. Okay. The fifth one does it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the truck actually enters into this building. It's like a boat shed or something. Because yeah. they're at a marina, right? Yeah. And John is sent, you know, spinning out of control. Yeah. Uh, but again, he's fine. Yeah, he's at the end right. of it. Yeah, he just dusts himself off. And Rome leaps from the truck because now this is like a boat shed. Yeah. So on the other side of the boat shed is obviously the water the truck smashes through the other side of the boat shed and is heading towards the lake so Rome leaps out save himself what's even more amazing is do you remember Rome leaps out to save himself as the truck is on the way to the water it also hits some gas tanks oh yeah it does (laughs) she also survives a massive explosion yeah and then it goes in the water yeah so John's wife is still in there because she's handcuffed inside the cab. Because at first you think the main jeopardy is going to be Christ, of course, when it hits those gas tanks, she's going to die. Yeah, no, that's what I thought. It does hit them. And then she goes into water. She survives that. Yeah. But yeah, the, the truck's going into the drink now. Because now the, the boat shed is exploding. Yeah. And then Roma... Roma? Roma. Rome. 
Rome and Triton are fighting next to a blazing, exploding boat shed. Yeah, it's quite a spectacle. And Rome, miraculously or unmiraculously, he's the only person in this entire movie. <laughs> he's badly burned. He's badly burned, yeah. And they're fighting, and the whole time this truck's sinking yeah. while his wife's you know, chained to the, the handle of the cab. She can't get out. Yeah. And so John's confused. Oh, I should go rescue my wife, but I got to finish this guy. <laughs> I wish I had a scene where he went, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, they <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, that would. <laughs> oh, and he stamped his feet. Oh, but you know, um, long story short, wouldn't you know it? He does finish. Actually, Rome off. how does he finish Rome no, off? This is brilliant. In the case of the Marine, it's short story long. Yeah. <laughs> it's short story long. He totally wastes Rome, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. But a strange random bit where they're fighting and then rather than finish him off just yet, Triton's trying to get to the water to save his wife, which is understandable. But for some reason, he's on the deck. So he's like moving, like scraping along his elbows while Rome is sort of like leaping about like an evil sprite and just kicking him occasionally. Yeah. And you're like, just kill Rome or get up and run. What are you doing anyway? So then they keep fighting and he kills Rome and throws him into the building or something, doesn't he, right? Then he dives in the water, gets his wife out, but obviously she's dead, you know, because she's been in there yeah. so long. she's been in there for ages. Yeah, right so now. he gets her out, he rips a rail off. With his John Cena strength. That's it. Swims out, but unfortunately she's... That's right. Unfortunately she's dead. That's the wrong thing. He gets her on the ground. Yeah. swampy ground gives her mouth to mouth and of course she's alright yeah. well, it's just fine. like come on don't you die on me and she's fine yeah. but it not before ends. I mean it does end very abruptly but not before one classic line he says we should have gone to the beach <laughs> I was exhausted by well, the I end mean, of it's, this it's a roller coaster ride especially the last 20 minutes oh man you need to watch it it's, <laughs> it's good it's good it's it's, the last 20 minutes is uh, so simple, but it moves bang, at such bang, bang, breakneck bang. pace. It's I, even fun just talking about it. It is, yeah. It's such a fun film. But I don't know if anybody listening may have picked up on, on us as we're trying to recount the last 20 minutes of this. It's been incredibly difficult for us to do so because there's so much happening. You can't remember there. which bit came just after which bit yeah. or how they got... Because, because it's a bit flimsy. Like, how did they get there? Well, anyway, where they are there. Yeah. Yeah. This is crazy. We've watched far better films, but I think this may be the one I enjoyed the most. Yeah, I wouldn't say I enjoyed this the most, but it's it's up there. Wait, what, I, was, I really enjoyed this as a viewing experience. Yeah, it's just fun. Yeah. It's just action fun, yeah. And you do not need to use your brain at all. No, no, no. And it just, it starts and then bang, 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 it's finished. I do strangely recommend this movie. Yeah, you, you should watch it. Just get some beers or whatever and just turn your brain off and just be like, you know, it's, a, it's like a rainy evening you're not doing anything else you're like just get some beers watch this and 90 minutes later you'll be like wow that was that was good yeah did you think the last 20 minutes or so the final act of the movie was a little bit like Terminator 2 I think knowingly so yeah yeah Definitely, the yeah. whole John scene is on the truck and Rome's trying to shake him off it's like it's yeah. exactly like Arnie trying to stop the T-1000 towards yeah. the end of Terminator 2 oh man exactly good like them. good yeah. on them fair play yeah yeah. as a film it's, it's a, a five yeah, yeah. As, as a as you know if you were a lecturer in film school you would give your student a five for this right uh, for, for competent filmmaking yeah. yeah but as an as a movie experience 
it's an eight for me. <laughs> it really is. Like just the, the film is not so well made, really, as a, as a film, but as a movie and as a as a experience of watching a movie. Oh, it's a solid eight out of ten for me. Wow. Yeah. Wow, you heard it here first. And and and, and I'm I can on occasion be quite snooty about movies, but fucking hell, this is good. I oh, see you put me in a different difficult spot now because. I really enjoyed watching this, but at the same time, it's like, well, you know, it's 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 a rubbish film. So I I felt like I wanted to give it five. I felt that that would suggest that it's proper movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I thought, well, four point five, but that sounds too harsh. Oh god, because I, it is an enjoyable you experience. Know what? I, I have to I have to take you to task here, Lee. <laughs> it's, it's the most it's the biggest debate we've ever had in the podcast so far. Well, we'll just step outside, sir, and engage in fisticuffs. So you may have missed it there, but I just slapped him with a glove. <laughs> but um, what what I put to you, good sir, is at any point during that last twenty five minutes, did you feel that you were being four point five out of ten entertained? No, you you know what, you got me there. Yeah, you must have felt. Yeah. Okay, okay. You know, I retract. Are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> I retract my four point five and raise it to a six. There we go. It's because it is utter rubbish. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's so bad. And it's so riddled with cliches. Oh, yeah. Bad cliches as well. But I was so entertained. Okay, six out of ten. There we go. I do recommend it. Watch this movie. You will have fun. And if you don't have fun, I challenge you. I challenge you, sir. (laughs) Yeah. Begs the question, would you watch The Marine 2? And 3? And 4? And 5? And 6? Should we give The Marine 2 a try? I think we should. Yeah. Yeah. It's not Mike the Miz Mizanin who does Marine 2. He comes in at 3, I think. Oh, okay. Marine 2 stars oh. Ted DiBiase Jr. Don't know who that is. Well, he's a, a wrestler, yeah. <laughs> I should have guessed that. Son of, yeah. well, Ted DiBiase Sr. Yeah. Back in the 80s and 90s was the Million Dollar Man wrestler. Oh. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with that character, nope. but he was a great character. Okay. His son, not so charismatic. And he's the main star? He's the main star of But then the John Cena's not charismatic and the no, Marine was great. No, yeah. So yeah. You don't need a ton of charisma to feature in these movies, do you? No. One feels. I wonder who's going to be the baddie then. So Marine 2 oh, next? Oh, yeah. Should we do the Marine 2 next? Is it too soon? Is it too much too soon? You know what? Let's do it next. Cause let's then, do it. Yeah. yeah, we'll do another WWE after that. Because either way, it's going to be fun. It's either going to be like, my God, the Marine 2 is good as well. Or Jesus Christ, the Marine 2 is terrible. <laughs> and how, you know, how the Marine just like <laughs> fall, fell off a cliff too quickly. Let's see. Yeah, let's do it. Hey, you know, one other thing I noticed about this movie. In the credits, executive producer, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Yay! <laughs> and it made me wonder. I think I sent you a message, didn't you? Saying like, oh, executive producer was Vince McMahon. I wonder how much creative input he actually had into this movie. <laughs> and I, I would like to think so much. I so hope. much. Because yeah. so much there's so much cliche. Because if you think about it, this was made this was probably shot two thousand five, released yeah. two thousand six. At the time I think it was shot two thousand six, released <laughs> two weeks later. <laughs> You're probably right. But you know, if you think about that time period, even about three or four years before then. Action movies had changed quite a lot. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Bourne movies were already a big thing, and yeah. it had changed. Well, it heavily influenced the new Bond movies. Actually, Suddenly, Bond had became really violent and quite yeah, edgy. Yeah. And the Marine is actually a neoclassical. It is. Yeah. It is because it's it's the typical eighties slash nineties action movie. Yeah. With full of unrealistic violence, bad dialogue, cheesy 
plot lines and and stereotypes. I also like to imagine that basically Vince McMahon was at every moment of shooting and literally going, what is this? Why are they all talking? Hurry it up. Speed it up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because there's not a lot of exposition. And that's what makes it brilliant is no time for exposition. Action, damn it. <laughs> the producer and the director's like, but Vince, it's 2 a.m. We've been we've been here for, for 14 hours. We, we really want to get some rest. Sleep, sleep. I hate sleep, damn it. <laughs> You're fired. I'll direct it myself. Yeah. I think I, I sent you a message and I was like, oh, I'd just love to imagine Vince McMahon either writing all of the script or at least many parts of it in his underpants. Oh, yeah. On coke lifting weights doing all three yeah, things yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah and then john leaps onto a truck yeah no damn it no then the truck explodes no then the building explodes damn it the town explodes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like, mr man we only have so much budget forget the budget i will make it happen <laughs> <laughs> oh god anyway so next the marine two marine two Okay, Marine, let's do it. Or Marine 2, as you say in French. Yeah. The Marine 1, so good, we had to watch the sequel immediately. Yeah. All right. Bring it on. If you want to leave us a comment or help us out with predictions, you can reach us on our Twitter, which is at the Flix Forecast. And you can also Instagram us. We're all one word on Instagram, the Flix Forecast. And that's Flix with an X, by the way. F-L-I-X. Like FX. Yeah. Murder by illusion. We wanted to shorten it down, make it more edgy, right? So yeah. you can pack a lot more action into, into things. If you want to listen to us, you can find us on all the major podcast outlets such as iTunes, SoundCloud. But probably the easiest way to find us is to go to theflixforecast.com. You can get all our episodes there. We'll see you next time for Marine 2. 2, 2, 2. <laughs>